What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Good morning. Or good afternoon if you're listening to this on our afternoon broadcast. Or good day if you're listening to us on our SoundCloud feed. It Hello. Live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in beautiful Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday, March the 16th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 823 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey-Wine, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We have another great show for you today coming up in less than 20 minutes. He's our regular Thursday guest. He is the public address voice of University of Mount Olive Athletics. You name a sport, by golly, except for golf, probably. And he would even do golf if they asked him to, I'm sure. But he's the voice of University of Mount Olive Athletics and the Down East Wood Ducks, which is only about three weeks. Is it three weeks away, Mr. Clemens, or two weeks away? It's right around the corner. That's for doggone sure. It's the uh, highly caffeinated Sugar Shane Albee. In fact, he's not even caffeinated. He doesn't need caffeine. He's so awesome. Uh, but Shane Albee, he'll be joining us here in less than 20 minutes. Got to tell you, we uh, typically talk uh, a lot of UMO stuff, and we probably will today too, but uh, with today being the first official day, listen, I don't count the last couple of days, those two play-in games to get into the tournament. Today is the first day of uh, the NCAA tournament. I call it the Richard Clark holiday. If you remember talking to him, us talking to him a couple of days ago, he loves, 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 loves these. These are this is these two days are his national holiday. He got him a lot of sleep last night. He's going to get up today, probably about ten thirty, eleven. He's already been to uh, to to Piggly Wiggly and got him all his snacks and beverages. He went to the emergency room. He got his catheter inserted so he doesn't have to get up. And he's going to watch basketball all day long today and tomorrow so uh I, I hope you're in the same boat too i cannot wait man i was uh, doing some show prep well like i said shane i'll be joining me here in the first hour and we're going to talk about uh the ncaa tournament we're going to get his picks from him i'm going to um we're just saying, hey, like I said, it's a national holiday today, especially for Richard Clark and even for the rest of us. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, in our second hour, uh, we're going to have – it's going to we're going to get back to looking at our local prep baseball programs. You know, on Monday we had a uh, coach on from North Lenore. And uh, so, you know, we got into a little bit of uh, high school baseball then as we had uh, Jackson Massey on. And thank you, Mr. Clemens. April 6th is the first day of real – baseball here in Kenson. Now, listen, now Shane's going to tell you, Mr. Clemens, that, uh, with Mount Olive taking on, uh, the down East wood ducks a couple of days before that, that, you know, that's going to be big to him. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too, this morning too, but, uh, April 6th, the first day of down East wood ducks baseball. Have I got my tickets yet from, uh, Janelle, 
But uh, look forward to doing that over the next couple of days, perhaps. And, uh, man, it's just going to be so much fun. But uh, back to prep baseball. We had Jackson Massey on from uh, North Lenore on Monday's show. Why, by golly, today we've got you uh, the head coaches from uh, South Lenore and from Kinston on with us here. Uh, at the top of the second hour, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the South Lenore Blue Devils baseball team, David Combs. Uh, he is also the athletics director in Deep Run. We're going to probably pick his brain on a few things there, too. But uh, their season is already underway. In fact, let me get down here to my schedule. They don't play today, but they are at home uh, against Wallace Rose Hill tomorrow night. So we're going to talk about uh, South and Orange, uh break down their team, look at who's on the roster, what his thoughts are on the East Central 2A and playing in this just amazing conference that includes North Lenore. We know how good they are. Uh, East Duplin, uh, obviously a very, very good team too. Uh, so we're going to get his thoughts on that. And then uh, that's going to be at the top of the second hour. And then about 20 minutes or so into our second hour and making his Brian Hanks show debut will be the first-year head coach of the Kinston Vikings baseball team, Andrew McLeod. Uh, he has taken over the program from Corey Bowie, and we're going to get his thoughts on uh, what it's going to take to get Kenston back on the winning track. Listen, I, I know there are people today that think, you know what, Kenston can't win baseball games. That's not true. They've done it since I've been here. I've only been here 20 years, uh, or I guess I'm on my 21st season now covering prep sports here in Lenore, Kenston, Lenore County. But listen, they won the conference in 2003, went to the third round of the state playoffs that year. In 2010 and 2011, had a great team over there that won the Eastern Plains 2A that had some really good players on it. So when people want to say, oh, Kenston can't win in baseball, that's it's absolutely not true. I, I've Like I said, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've covered it. And I guarantee you that's what Andrew McLeod is uh, under getting underway. He wants to get them back on the winning track. Entirely possible. Can't wait to have him. For, like I said, for the first time here on the show, never really talked to him before. I'm around Kenston a lot, as you guys know. And, and we've uh, seen each other in passing several times. We said hello to him. He said hello to me. We're going to have our first real in-depth conversation with him today. We'll get to know him a little bit and then uh, just get his philosophy on how he's going to get uh, that Kenston baseball team uh, uh, back on track. And uh, very excited about that. So there you go. Those are our three coaches or our three interviews for today. Shane Albee here in our first hour. Then uh, South North head baseball coach David Combs. Kenston head baseball coach Andrew McLeod in our second hour. And yes, if you're wondering, we're going to uh, try to get a parent baseball coach here on the show with us. Maybe not this week. It'll probably be early next week. And they are having an amazing season right now. Uh, as they're six and one, and they're going to be playing later on today, too. Uh, and then uh, the Bethel head baseball coach, too. So we definitely want to get on all our coaches here in Lenore County. Heck, we might even uh, go down to Jones County and uh, get uh, their baseball coach on in Green Central and Aiden Griffin. But we'll we'll see how that works out uh, as we put together next week's schedule. So a great show here for you today. Listen, I know it's been two days since we had our Tuesdays of Trez. Still getting a lot of uh, feedback and a lot of thoughts on uh on what he's going to do and i got to tell you everywhere i go everybody uh listen to the interview and everybody is just wondering uh what he's going to do listen he's down in orlando florida he's on spring break you know like kids do they have spring break and uh he's just trying he, he's he's i know he's thinking hard and he's thinking about his future and uh i think he's going to make a good decision one way or another if he decides to stay at carolina i think it's going to be good for him uh, I really do. I, I, well, I think uh, I know they've got a great recruiting class coming in, and Mr. Clemens is right now listening. I'm sure and rolling his eyes, 
But uh, he loves Carolina, and I I think people were asking me, and I'm not going to do this, but uh, not here on the show. But my thoughts on where is he going to stay? Is he going to go? If he's going to go, where he's going to go, and all that. And that's not my place to speculate on that. But I got to tell you, don't discount that that he may stay in Chapel Hill, uh, and I think there's a good chance that he'll do that. Listen, check out encmoments.com. Uh, Junius wrote a, a an open letter to uh trez and it, it was very well written very uh I, I wouldn't say emotional but just say it was very well written i think uh, take give yourself uh four or five minutes and go check that out go to encmoments.com and check that out it's really good listen last night linda and i were invited by uh, lenore county sheriff jackie rogers to uh go to the to the uh i guess they call it a pinning ceremony where uh all the folks that have been promoted uh in the in the past several months or so they have their new rank pinned on their uh, uniforms. I've never been to one before. All the stuff I've done in sports and news and all that, I've never done that before. I was asked to uh, introduce everybody and uh, start it. Was very honored by that. And then Linda and I sat there and watched all these uh, captains and majors and sergeants and corporals and everybody that uh, received their new ranks. And it was just awesome. It was pretty emotional. It was uh was very good. And again, I just want to thank, uh, Lenore County Sheriff, uh, Jackie Rogers for inviting us to be a part of that. And, uh, we had a really good time, had a great time. Uh, I, I I'm going to admit going into it, I was thinking, you know, uh, you know, how exciting is that going to be, man? It was very good. And just seeing, uh, some of the, some of the people who were promoted had their children pin their new rank on them. And it was just, it was so good. I, I don't know anything else other than say it was, uh, it, it was awesome, and, and the dignitaries who came out, we had four of our county commissioners that uh, came, uh, Linda Rouse Sutton from uh, the Board of Commissioners, the chair of the Board of Commissioners, and uh, June Cummings, uh, J. Mac Doughty, Roland Best, they were out there. Judge Imelda Pate came out. Uh, Sue Ellen Maddox from the Parks and Recreation Commission, she's the chair of that, and uh, then just everybody else that came out. It was just, it was an awesome ceremony at LCC last night, and uh, I was honored to be asked to be a part of it. I, I don't know what else to say other than that. It was just, it was incredible. Linda and I just, uh, we laughed. We got a little emotional sometimes when the little kids were pinning the, uh, the ranks on their uh, father or mother. And it was just awesome. It was such, it's such a good ceremony. And now I want to go to everyone. Every time I hear there's going to be one, I, I definitely want to be there. It was that awesome. So again, thank you, uh, Sheriff Rogers for inviting uh, Linda and I to that. We, we really had a good time for sure. Okay. Let's uh, jump into uh, Hometown Heroes, but I'll tell you what, before we even do that, though, let's thank Lenore Community College. We were out there last night. We're going to be out there tonight for the president's reception. Uh, Linda and I are excited about uh, going out there and being a part of that, too. Now, she has promised me, you know, Linda worked at uh, LCC for a, for a long, long time, and uh, she helped put these things together, and she's told me that the food out there is going to be just amazing for this president's reception. So, Richie, I mean, there's no pressure on you or anything, Richie Honeycutt, but we're really excited about getting out there. I heard the uh, the job fair yesterday out at LCC. It was a tremendous success, uh, as it always is. I mean, more than 80 employer, employers out there. Uh, people left there with jobs. Well, they walked into the sportatorium yesterday on Bobby Dawson Court, they didn't have a job. They walked out of there yesterday with a job. So just another one of those successful things that Lenore Community College does. And for almost 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. And yesterday was an example of that. 
Listen, LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trent, to find out how you can change your life today. And like I said, Linda and I were out there last night. Guess what? We're going back out there tonight. Very excited to uh, – uh, I don't think I've ever been to one of these before, but uh, I'm excited to see what that's going to be all about. But listen, thank you, thank you, thank you to Richie Honeycutt and Dr. Uh, Rusty Hunt and just all the folks at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of – this here Brian Hanks show. We really, really do appreciate you. You know what? We appreciate all our sponsors and here are day one sponsors. I don't, I need to give them more love. LCC you hear about every day, obviously UNC Lenore healthcare. You hear about them every day. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. We'll have two of those for you in our second hour, but thank you to Jacques Passlake and GoEco office automation to, uh, Keith Spence and Spence automotive to Danny Rice and Woodman life to uh, David Moody and Arundel Parrot Academy. Those are all our day ones who have been with us every step of the way, who are still with us today, and then just all our other sponsors, too, that uh, help bring you the Brian Hanks Show every day. We really, truly do appreci- uh, appreciate every single one of them. Okay, uh, let's get into Hometown Heroes. And how about this now? A little spoiler for the birthday game, which will be coming up in the second hour. But today is Reggie Bullock's birthday. I'm not going to tell you how old he is, but because uh, I, I want you to listen to the birthday game in the second hour and figure that out there. But last night on his birthday eve, uh, Reggie in the uh, eighth place in the West, Dallas Mavericks, they broke a three-game losing streak. They won at San Antonio in overtime last night, 137-128. to 128, And here's what's awesome. Reggie had probably, I put in, I wrote my little script thing here, arguably. I don't even think it's arguable. I think it was his best game of the season. He had 20 points. 13 rebounds, two assists, and two steals last night. And they won that game without Luka Doncic or Kyrie Irving. It was Reggie out there leading the way. Just congratulations. What a way to celebrate your birthday, which is what he is doing today. So uh, congratulations, Reggie. And the uh, Mavericks are now up to eighth place. They uh, climbed a spot in the uh, standings yesterday or last night by winning that game. But again, 137 to 128. And just got to say it again, what a night. Reggie had 20 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, two steals. Congratulations, Reggie and the Mavericks. Uh, they travel to uh, L.A. tomorrow. They'll take on uh, the Lakers, and that game will be on NBA TV, so you'll have a chance to watch that tomorrow night. Uh, Brandon uh, Ingram in the 12th place, New Orleans Pelicans, were off last night, but they uh, travel to Houston, and they're going to be uh, taking on uh, the Rockets uh, tomorrow night and on Sunday, both games in Houston. You know, that NBA is, uh, has been doing that over the last couple of seasons. They try to, if they can, if they got to play back-to-back games against somebody, do it in that city, and that's what they're doing against uh, Houston tomorrow night. And they've got to, they've got to do some wins. Uh, Brandon backed the other night, uh, even though they lost uh, to the Lakers. But, uh, man, if they're going to make a run at the playoffs, they are two positions out of the playoffs right now. They really need to do some winning here over their last 13 games of the regular season. Lenore Community College, man, they lost a tough game yesterday uh, in baseball, a 12-inning game, 12-11 to uh, the Barton College Junior Varsity team. That was at Lancer Field. 
Listen, you can read. I don't even want to ruin it because you can read all about it at Junius Smith the Third's ENCMoments.com. He was live and in color out there at LCC yesterday, and uh, you need to check that out. It's a, it's a good story. They uh, unfortunately, like I said, uh, losing, but he's got all. He breaks the whole thing down. They are now fourteen and eight overall, but that was not a conference game, obviously, since they were taking on uh, the Barton College JVs. They do, however, have a big series uh, this weekend at LCC as they're going to be taking on Bryant and Stratton. Out, uh, now, that's Bryant and Stratton, not Brian, Bryant and Stratton. Out of Virginia, they take uh, the doubleheader is on Saturday. It begins at noon, two seven-inning games, and then they'll play at noon on Sunday. So big three-game series, big Region 10 uh, series against uh, Bryant and Stratton tomorrow or uh, Saturday and Sunday at Lenore Community College. Uh, our only other local hero or hometown hero that is, uh, still going on is coach Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt. I mean, as you know, Don Trez in Carolina, they're done. Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon from Winston-Salem state. They're done. Damian Dunn, <laughs> see Damian Dunn and Temple. They're done, uh, for after losing out in the AAC tournament last week, Rujan water, water, Rujan Walters in Greensboro college. Have been out for a couple weeks now. Shante Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore, they were out. Dory Hines and UMO, uh, their season is complete. And then so is Virginia Edmondson and Montreat College. But Jerry uh, and Vanderbilt, they're now 21-14. and 14. They defeated Yale a couple of nights ago in the first round of the NIT. But you will be able to watch them Saturday on ESPN as they will be at home against Michigan in the uh, second round of the NIT. So that's going to be a pretty big deal there. And uh, I will have, I will be working at, uh, ECU this weekend. In fact, starting tomorrow, all the way through Monday, I'm going to be uh, doing games out there between baseball and softball. So, uh, get out there and you can, uh, you, if you don't get enough of my voice here on, uh, the Brian Hank show Monday through Friday, seven to 9 AM, or if you listen to our replay from three to five on, 960 the bull 960 the bull.com 252 espn then by golly get out to greenville and uh to clark leclerc stadium and max r joiner stadium and uh you, you can hear me uh yelling out names out there too that's going to be a lot of fun so uh but but then again like i said uh, jerry stackhouse vanderbilt they take on michigan saturday at noon in the second round of the uh, NIT, and that game will be on ESPN. How about prep results from last night? And all these scores come from maxpreps.com. Uh, last night, uh, Green Central, no trouble whatsoever in prep baseball against North Pitt as uh, the Rams win that game 19 to nothing. Uh, Green Central improves to 4-3 uh, and three overall. They stay unbeaten in Eastern Plains 2A action as they are now 2-0. and oh. And the Panthers fall to uh, one and six overall, zero oh and two in the league. Uh, and prep baseball, we have a couple of games going on tonight. Paired Academy, we were, I was just talking a little bit earlier about how hot they've been to start this season. They are six and one. They are at home against North Raleigh Christian today. That game begins at four o'clock over at Arundel Paired Academy. And then Kenston, like I said, we're going to have Kenston coach uh, Andrew McLeod on with us uh, uh, in our second hour. They are at home today against the defending EC2A champion, East Duplin Panthers. They're 5-1 overall, 1-0 in the conference. Kinston is 0-4 overall, and they're 0-1. That game is scheduled. Now, I've seen uh, conflicting reports here. Uh, Junius has them playing at 6 o'clock tonight, uh, but uh, Max Preps has a game at 4.30. So, uh, you know what? When we get Coach McLeod on the line with us, uh, we'll ask him. We'll get him to uh, let us know exactly what time that the Vikings will be playing today. 
so there you go. There's that. Then tomorrow, uh, Parrot is at Bethel Christian. That is going to be fun. It's all, you know, our, 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 uh, private schools in Kinston showdown. That is tomorrow at four o'clock. That'll be at Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, Green Central is at Chocowinity Southside tomorrow. That game is at 5. At 6.30 tomorrow, uh, North Lenore travels to Jacksonville to take on Southwest Onslow. Uh, Aiden Grifton is at home against West Craven. That game starts at 7. And then South Lenore is at home against Wallace Rose Hill. And we'll get a little preview of that game, too, when we talk to Coach Combs in our second hour. Last night in softball, uh, Green Central lost 25-6. to to uh, North Pitt, uh, the Rams are still winless. They're 0-6, 0-2 overall, or 0-6 overall, 0-2 in the conference. North Pitt is now 5-2 overall. They're 2-0 in the Eastern Plains. We've got a couple of games going on tonight. Thank you, Leo Lockhart, 4.30 today. I appreciate that, uh, that Kinston game today against East Duplin. That game is at 4.30 today. Thank you so much, Leo. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, so uh, that's baseball. Back to softball. Parrot is at home against North Raleigh Christian today. That game's at 4.30. Both teams are 1-1. One and one. And then in uh, the softball uh, game, East Duplin travels to uh, Kinston High today, too. I'm assuming that's probably going to be at 4.30 also. It's listed here at 6, but I bet you it's 4.30. Then uh, tomorrow's softball games, uh, Green Central is going to be at Chocowinity Southside. South Lenore will be home against Wallace Rose Hill. North Lenore will be at Southwest Onslow. Aiden Griffin will be at home against West Craven. Girls soccer last night. North Lenore, unfortunately, on the short end of a 9 to nothing loss at home to Southern Nash. Uh, the Hawks fall to a 2-3-1. Southern Nash is now 4-2. and two. And then the big game today, and there's a big soccer game today. It's going to be at Historic Granger Stadium. And if you've not seen a soccer game out there, you need to check it out. It's a lot of fun. And Parrot Academy will be there today as a uh, take on Spring Creek. Both teams are 1-2. That game will be at Historic Granger Stadium. Like I said, that'll be at 4 o'clock today, so get out there and support the Patriots if you can. Then tomorrow's soccer games, we've got North Lenore at Southwest Onslow and then South Lenore at home against Wallace Rose Hill. You know where I got that schedule from? Well, by God, let me tell you. I got it from uh, Junius Smith III's ENCMoments.com. And as I said earlier, uh, if you've not been on there in a couple of days, you need to check it out. He's got a nice letter to, uh, to Don Trez. And just a lot of fun. I mean, he uh, he covers this area so well. And uh, go, please go to encmoments.com and check that out. I promise you will be impressed. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, before we get our good friend Shane Albee up here with us on the line, let's talk about Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. I absolutely, positively could not be uh, happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me. Those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414. Or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North, right here in Kenston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Automall. And thank you again so much to Woodman Life for uh, being a day one sponsor of The Brian Hanks Show. And joining me on our Spence Automotive guest line. Beep, beep. <laughs> there you go. Is our good friend Sugar Shane Albee. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. I need some energy this morning, dude. I've been looking forward to getting you up here on the line with us because, uh, 
Your boy, your boy over here is struggling a little bit, dude. Come on, big time. Let's go. <laughs> we got some. Uh, we got some. We got some. We got some cool stuff to share with you this morning. The coolest part is when you call me on the phone, and your listeners don't know this, but I just. It just hit me because you'd be like, right before you'd be like, we're going to get our good friend Shane. I'll be on the line. And, but first, let's uh, talk about our sponsor, Spence Automotive, on the line and joining me on the line. I love how it just the energy just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so cool, man. And so you know why you know why I have all, you know why I'm like one of the coolest MCs in the world? Why are you one of the coolest MCs in the world? Because I'm friends with Smiling Scott. <laughs> Smiling Scott. That sounds like a gangster name, man. That sounds like if it you're... is. It is. In fact, in fact, I'm glad you said that. Now your listeners already think I'm crazy, but uh, we've got some uh, never before seen footage from an episode of the Peaky Blinders involving Smiling Scott. <laughs> Nobody messes with the Peaky Blinders or Smiling Scott. Oh Only my Smiling God. Scott can get us in to see any. Any mascot that we want, anybody can just walk right into a D1 arena and be like, I'm here. It's a, only Smiling Scott can do that. I love it. Smiling Scott Whittington. I mean, it's hard to beat that, isn't it? You can't beat him. I'm telling you, him and Cornbread are brothers. <laughs> I love it. Shane, I'll be joining us this morning. We're going to do a little UMO talk here, and I, I continue as we're uh, barreling down the, the schedule here, getting ready to uh, – for the Down East Wood Duck schedule, and it just, again, for folks who don't know, and they know if they listen to the show, you are the voice of University of Mount Olive Athletics. You are the uh, PA voice of uh, the Down East Wood Ducks, too. And uh, have, have you got, I got to ask you, this has been so weird for me because usually by this time, you know, I've already had to either go take my drug test or go to Granger State and get my picture. You know, I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to back you up this year, dude. And I hope you're good with that. I, th I just want to be a fan this year, dude. But uh, have you got all you say is Janelle got you all signed up and got all your stuff done getting ready for that? Well, apparently, um, right now it's just a matter not yet really. It's, I mean, uh, she's already sent out the, uh, you know, the itinerary, you know, she sends out like the availability list, like who's available for these games. You know, she sent it out like like we're already in June. You know, <laughs> and but uh, have have not have not uh, really have not had. I I um I need to get with her and get over. You know, I guess all the sponsors and stuff. Because remember when you left, we tore all those reeds off the wall. So yeah, and I know you. Yeah. It hit me right at the end. Like <laughs> that is Brian's journalism skills. That is not a Wood Ducks thing. That is Brian taking it up very smartly, taking it upon himself to put these. You know, because when things happen, you immediately have to look to your left. You can't go paging through the script. You know, like what page is that on? Is that page eleven? You know, <laughs> you gotta, you got you gotta immediately, immediately, immediately look to the left and and read. You know, that's a base hit brought to you by Smithfield Foods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you got to go right to it. You know, and the fast play from the North Carolina Lottery. You got to play it to believe it. You know, you got to be able to do that. You know, and um. So I got I got to get that done, and I'm sure I'll be at work at some point, just typing these things out. You now know, she'll then, type them for you. Now that's a Maddie Meehan thing. She'll take care of oh, that for you. Yeah, that's you and yeah. Maddie. You and Maddie okay, and uh, yeah. whoever the other person is. But okay, which begs I, I got to hear a Maddie impression. Another year, Brian. They got me <laughs> stuck here. I wanted to go back to Missouri, but here I am again. Every, every time I try to leave, they keep pulling me back. <laughs> Oh my God, that's good. You know what's so funny? Listen to this. Listen to this. So I, I'm, 
I was actually hanging out in the press box and not all of baseball's game. Like, who's in the press box? Alex King, Mackenzie Yee, whoa, sister, Joey Higginbotham. And again, he did say again yesterday, I need to call Brian. I need to get on that show. Yeah, he does. But And I've been between me and you and our radio audience right now. I've kind of given up because now – I got the last time we talked about this was two weeks ago, and I'll admit I've not talked to, I've not tried to reach him then. But dude, I'd, I've left three messages for him, and dude, you know it's almost like chasing a woman. You, you know? have a cell after, phone, <laughs> but you know what I mean, dude. After you, yeah, I do have a cell phone number, but uh, call that, call that. But you know what I'm saying, dude. It's almost like chasing a girl, man. Once they, you know, you call them once, they don't call you back. You're like, okay, maybe they just missed it or whatever. You do it twice and they don't call you back. You're like, man, my feelings are starting to get hurt. You do it a third time, you realize, you know what? I just don't think they care about me, Shane. Well, it's funny. Yesterday, I'll tell you a creepy, funny story. And, you know, we're good a for that. A creepy, those. funny so, story. Yes, sir. Yeah, now it's. Time to present creepy tales from the press box. So, so I've got one of the women's female basketball players yesterday. She's working the game. You know, they're one. You know, she's like working the concessions. And so she comes up in the press box and she's just telling me she's like, she's like the other day I was in a weight room and one of the baseball players I won't name his name just was like, hey, weren't you in the weight room last week? And I was like, uh, no, uh, get away from me. And then like he saw me like a week later and he was like, hey. And, and, and he said something, and she's like, oh, my God, that's twice in two weeks. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I get it, you know? And so right about that time, uh, uh, in the middle of, the, like, the fifth inning, I play Romeo voice. I might like you better if we slept together. I might like you better if we slept together. Yeah, but yeah, never, yeah, 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 never. So there you go. <laughs> wow. And, uh, there you go. Hey, Shane, you're on a different level this morning, dude. I am, man. I just all the sports are just coming together right now. It's like out goes, you know, or March Madness, and then here, and Mount Olive is baseball sixteen and five. You know what I mean? And and so and then we got a big series against Belmont Abbey this weekend on the road. So I mean, it's just a lot coming in. Of course, I did a charity event for a softball game two nights ago outdoors. I couldn't feel my. I had T Rex hands. I couldn't feel my hands as a uh, Rosewood softball hosted Spring Creek and brothers coached both teams, and I grew up with them. And it was a really a nice benefit to benefit to to uh, take the fight against breast cancer, and we they collected several donations. That was a cool. And one of the, the Spring Creek coach, his wife is a cancer survivor, and uh, she threw out the first pitch. So it was really cool. But yeah, about about seven seven thirty, I was I was needing help. <laughs> I couldn't feel my hands. So everybody's just all the sports coming together. There you go. Uh, and let, let's again promote here coming up in a couple of weeks. Shane Albee's worlds will collide yes. when, when UMO visits. Now, that's April 4th, right? Isn't that Tuesday, April 4th? It is. It, originally, it was going to be played Monday, but it got moved to Tuesday, April 4th at 6 o'clock. Here's the weird part. I mean, I'm talking to people on the Mount Olive campus, and every time I mention it, they're like, what? Really? <laughs> I mean, nobody's promoting this game. No one. And they never have. They don't realize the University of Mount Olive – let me tell you something. When it comes to, when I say fan base, it's a different kind of fan base. You know what I mean? It's not the kind of fan, like an East Carolina fan base or an NC State fan base, but it's just as big. And what I mean by that is, the other night when I went to do that softball game, I'm wearing my Trojan baseball hoodie, and the guy's like, I went to Mount Olive when it was Mount Olive College. <laughs> and uh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. There are Trojan alumni everywhere, and all you got to do is get smiling Scott and wake them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Shane, I'll be online. I got to tell you, I wore – you remember uh, that, that game, that those two games I covered for you, the uh, men's yes. women's game? 
Uh, Please tell me they paid you for those games. No, I told them not to. I said, just give me some gear. So, uh, Coach uh, Hines hooked me up with, I mean, dude, it is sweet. A sweet Adidas uh, Mount Olive basketball hoodie. So, I, dude, I love that thing. I've worn it several times since then, dude. And I wore gotta it to rep, the gotta rep, gotta rep the fan, baby. Absolutely, dude. But I wore it to the uh, stadium series. If you saw me, if, if you saw on Facebook that picture of me posing with the Stanley Cup, I'm not wearing a yeah. Carolina Hurricanes jersey or a Her- Carolina Hurricanes whatever. Dude, I had on that sweet, sweet University of Mount Olive uh, basketball hoodie, and you would not believe You know, there were thousands of people. And I eventually did put on my jersey when we went into the stadium, but at the time I was wearing that uh, the UMO hoodie. Dude, I bet you five times, six times, somebody would tap me on the shoulder, you know, because everybody was wearing uh, Hurricane stuff but every, or uh, Washington Capitol stuff. But uh, I at least five times when I said, oh, UMO, oh, I, I love yep. UMO, blah, blah, blah. It was just, dude, and that yep. was up in Raleigh, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mount Olive, Mount Olive alumni fans, they're like Trump voters. You're like, oh, God. You, you, what, Please I mean, what I mean, but what, what I mean by that is it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it looks like Hillary's going to win in a landslide. How the heck did he get elected? You know what I mean? It's just, they do. I'm telling, so if, I'm telling you, so if you had, if we had, if they really promoted it, there would be a lot of Mount of alumni. Well, you and I are up. talking about it. So how about that? Hey, I wonder if my season tickets, that includes that game too. I think, I hope. Well, hey. I do know, I, I'll never forget years ago. I think the first time we played the Wood Ducks in 2017, or we were going to, going to play the Wood Ducks before we got, I think that rained out. I like stopped in Bojangles, you know, and that's a popular stop for Wood Ducks fans on the way to the game. And uh, I'm stopping in Bojangles and I'm looking around and there's some folks in there and, and, uh, They've got Wood Ducks stuff on, and they're holding tickets with Mount Olive. So I think they honestly, I think season ticket holders honestly get tickets mailed to them for that game. Okay, well, I got I got to check with Janelle. I know I was talking to, uh, or not talking. I messaged with Mister Clemens pretty much every day, and he sent me the picture. He's got his season tickets already. Now, how in the heck does someone named oh. Greg Clemens already have their season <laughs> tickets, dude? I I want you yeah, to get to the bottom was- of that mystery, Sugar Shane. I think it would be helpful if he knew somebody. <laughs> um, probably Smiling Scott. <laughs> there you go, Smiling Scott Whittington. Or could it be? Okay, now we got to come up with something alliterative for John Clemens. So Jolton John Clemens. That's a good one, Jolton John Clemens. <laughs> Jolton John Clemens. But yeah, it may help that if your son is a general manager of the team that you've already got your season tickets, right? And it may have already helped that 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 Mr. Greg was probably. Um, messaging him every day for the last year like when are those tickets come, when are those tickets coming out john <laughs> yeah i need to uh, get up with a uh, janelle i'm excited dude I, and i mean that sincerely that's the reason i again i kind of dude I, I between me and you i'd kind of wanted to get out of the press box for the last couple of years okay uh, and I love it. Don't get it twisted. I love being the original voice of the Down East Wood. You're going to miss it. You are going to miss it. I, I, I can promise you. I don't think and I'm going to, dude. Well, there's going to be those. There's going to be those moments where you're sitting in the crowd. And you're going to be like, oh man, I, I need to get a. I would have played that walkout louder. I would have played it better, you know. But I can tell you one thing. One thing coming into this year that I'm ready for is making sure that iPad is turned up to the proper volume level. I can Amen. tell you that. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. We did the Freedom Classic, uh, you know, a couple, a few weeks ago. I love we're doing all this behind the scenes stuff. I'm sure people are. They got to be loving this, so they, especially Wood Ducks fans, they want to know this stuff that goes on. But 
uh, it's in there. It was the iPad was in the press box uh, for the whole Freedom Classic. So you know that heck yeah, I had everything uh, maxed out, dude. Jack up. It's see, and that's also the advantage of having me sitting out there for you too. I know what you're going through, yeah, and I and right. I'll be and it won't hurt your feelings a bit if I peek my head in there and say, hey, dude, turn yourself up a little bit there, or even turn no. yourself down a little bit, or maybe turn the music up or whatever, because you know I will be out there listening for you. Okay. You are my, you are, you and Smiling Scott are like my internal spies out there. <laughs> hey, I'm like, hey, I'm hey dude's sneak, out of control out here. I might even sneak you a Bud Light up there, okay? I, I listen, <laughs> it, yeah, I will not complain. There you go. Sugar Shane Albee joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Let's get the UMO stuff out of the way. Not that that's bad. I mean, we love UMO, and we've talked a little down East Wood Ducks here. But uh, today, I am going to be stretching your uh, NCAA tournament brain. Uh, and that was my homework assignment to you last night when I messaged you. Please tell me, you do have your bracket in front of you, right? I honestly don't. But oh, I, I was no. looking. Yeah, I was, look, I was looking at it. I was looking at it. Um, and, of course, I've rounded up some thoughts on, on the bracket. And I'll be honest with you, I'm one of the worst. For, I get shocked every year. You know what I mean? But I'm a big, I'm a big fan of momentum. And and I promise you right now, Smiling Scott does not have a switchblade to my throat. Um, <laughs> not 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 now anyway. But I, I think the uh, I think the Duke Blue Devils have a chance to go really far in this bracket because um, there, there's a lot of higher seeds in front of them. And coming off that ACC championship, man, they got to be wired up. Dude, I got to tell you, I'm going to agree with you wholeheartedly. And I said this on yesterday's show and I, I mean, I, uh, I've got my bracket in front of me, uh, Shane, but dude, I've got Duke. Listen, I have Duke winning the national championship. I really do. We had Ken Wallington on here last week and, uh, with two games left in the, in the ACC tournament, he said, not only was Duke going to win those two games, he said they were going to win their next six games after that and win the national and win the natty and doggone dude. I've I've let Ken Wallington talk me into this from Channel Nine, dude, because just the path I think opens up for them. I know they're taking on an and let, let, let's talk about Duke for a few minutes here. Then uh, Shane, I know they're taking on an Oral Roberts team that's on a seventeen game winning streak of their own. So you talk about two the two teams with the longest winning streaks right now face each other uh, in Duke and Oral Roberts. Uh, Duke was what a nine game winning streak. Oral Roberts was a seventeen game winning streak. I just don't think Oral Roberts is going to be stay with, be able to stay with him. So I think I think Duke wins that game pretty easily. Then uh, I've got Duke beating Tennessee in the next round, beating the number one seeded Purdue. I just don't think Purdue is as good as everybody thinks they I are. I just don't think they match up. I just don't think they match up with with that Duke. The I, way Duke plays and their size, I just don't. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. And I mean, dude, you got to remember too. Well, let me finish it out here. Then the big game, the the biggest. Uh, Speed bump to me for Duke is going to be in the final four against Alabama. And it seems like, dude, everybody and their sister and their uncle and uh, their brother-in-law and everybody is picking Alabama to win. I have never seen so many teams, so many people pick the same team. But I've got Duke upsetting Alabama and then beating Kansas in the uh, national championship. And I, too, have Duke winning the, the natty. But, uh, shoot i lost my train of thought there for a second i'm not don't doubt that i, I don't there's not there's not one part of me that's like no no yeah well the alabama like game will be tough i mean uh i really they're good they're I, how much have you been keeping up with that whole alabama situation dude 
Very little, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, no, no, it's but, all good. It's all good. It's just. It's, but when you think about Alabama, honestly, I think the difference between Duke and Alabama is Duke. Duke's been there. Duke knows how to act. Duke knows how to prepare. Duke knows how to play the team you're playing now and prepare for the in the tournament and 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 be ready for the team. You know, where I think Alabama, they're in uncharted waters. Don't get me wrong. If this was football, it'd be a different story. But I think they're just in uncharted waters. Well, it's, it's the and program differences. You're right. Because I mean, but because when, when you look at Duke and they're starting four freshmen, that you know that raises a little bit of concern. But the way, dude, when I, and I hate to be that whatever that not that privileged person, but that person that you know says, well, if you've not seen Duke in person, you don't know. I'm not saying that, but I'm telling you this, and you know, from being at so many sporting events and covering as many as you do and voicing as many of you do. Seeing somebody on TV and seeing somebody in person is a completely different thing. I mean, it's I feel that way with hockey. I feel that way with Major League Baseball and, heck, even uh, college baseball. Dude, Duke on TV, they're all right, man. Seeing Duke in person and just the way they execute and the way they just took apart a very good Virginia team in the ACC championship game. I was thinking Virginia was going to win that, honestly, but yeah. um, I did not. You're right, though. And it comes down to their system. Yep. You know what I mean? And execution. And I and I think and liking likening that to Mount Olive basketball is, you know, I don't know if I, I heard Dory's interview with you and, and um you were asking him, you know, what what do you, what are you doing to prepare? And he basically said, We run practice like the last four minutes of the game. Yeah. And I said from moment one, they just can't finish. They're winning, they're 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 up by two or three baskets and they end up losing the game right at the end. And, and how I many think that times? Duke and is, I'm interrupting you. That happened. Sir, that happened in the first yes. weekend of the season. I mean, it yes. happened throughout the season. A team that finished 13 and 18. You turn around. Heck, even three of those. I mean, you're what? Instead of 13 and 18, you're 16 and 15, and with a winning season in his first season. And you know, I think that's the biggest difference, probably, between the D1 and the D2 athletes. Much in the same. Um, poor. Com- this is a poor comparison, but it relates the difference between a travel ball baseball player and a, um, and a, let's say a kid trying has never played travel ball and, and he's trying to make his high school team. Really the difference is that baseball IQ early on, you know, that the travel ball kid understands that when practice is over, he still has to go swing the bat a hundred times in the cage. Whereas the, whereas the other kids, you know, like, yeah, I'm glad that's over. I'll see it next practice. You know what I mean? Whereas these D one athletes, you know, but Dory conditioned those guys at the end to buy into that and to, cause they had the physical ability all along. It's, can you get the mental ability to go along with the physical ability to bring out, Hey, wait a minute. We might be, and I think that's, we're not, we might be up by two or three buckets, but we can't let off the brakes. And I think that's Duke's system is that Duke's not going to take oral Roberts lightly. They're not going to let them stay in the game. You know I mean? They're going to take them out. In other words, it's just like, like, like the assassin smiling Scott would do. He's going to take you out. You know what I mean? There's no playing. We're not going to have dinner. You know what I mean? We might have coffee, but we're not going to have dinner. It's over. You know what I mean? It's like a Kansas City shuffle. You know what I mean? It's over. You know what I mean? Just like that. Dude, you dropped like, you know what I'm, you dropped like six, you know what I mean, in 40 like seconds. It was awesome. <laughs> you did. You got your gangster side coming out here. That's Shane Alvey from uh, the University of Mount Olive joining us. This morning here on the Brian Hank show as he does every Thursday. So that is uh the the team that I've got. I've got Duke going all the way. I've got them winning. 
But I got to tell you, Mr. Clemens, get ready to get happy. Dude, I've got NC State making it to the Sweet 16. I got them beating Creighton today, which would be an upset. But then I have them uh, beating UCSB in the second round because I've got Baylor going out in the first round against UCSB. And so you, I've got you with an 11-14 matchup in the second round. And State winning that to be able to face NC or to be able to face uh, Arizona in the Sweet 16. What do you think? I mean, uh, you know. The- I agree with that. I think State is dangerous. And, and right now. Believe me, I'm no coach. Well, come on, Nooski. I think I think right now, you know, Keats has got those guys like, um, this is the best time of your life. Yeah. You will never be here again. This is, you know, you'll this is something you're going to talk about. You're going to tell your grandkids about. Let's go. You know what I mean? Let's play. Let's play up. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play to our ability. You know what I mean? Because that's the one thing about the NCAA tournament that almost evens the slate between everybody is you've got teams that have never seen each other and never seen, you know, you've got just a few days to prepare maybe on some film and maybe run some drills, but until you see it, until you run it, um, someone like state, he come right out and punch you in the mouth. And next thing you know, you're down and it's a, it's hard to, next thing you know, they're done. They're dunking, you know, and I've seen it too. If a team gets on a roll from behind the arc, they can they can put some distance between them and the other team real quick and mentally, you know, a ten point lead is could be a mentally a, a twenty or thirty point lead. You know, because well, at the end of the day, these guys are young guys. You know what I mean? No, you're right about that. But the thing about the biggest thing is they're not having to play Clemson again. And how about right. how about Clemson losing last night in the NIT? I was shocked by that one myself, dude. Yeah, that's again. I mean, and let me tell you, I, I just know this from having work, work, you know, attended, attended several Wolfpack football tailgates, there is a heated rivalry between NC State and Clemson over their ag schools. Wow. wow. I mean, because both teams have, both schools have an agriculture department, that is a huge rivalry on that alone, why those two schools go at it. Well, and I, I mean, I didn't you realize their fan bases go, yeah. at it on, go, at, go at it on Twitter. On social media, their fan bases go at it. Well, like I said, as long as State's not having to play Clemson anymore this year, I think they're good. I mean, you got to remember, State beat Duke. State beat Miami, and then they lose to a team that goes to NIT and loses in the first round to Moorhead State. I just – College basketball, man, I guess you know what? There's always a team that has your number. And if you're me being a Virginia fan, I can tell you it was Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. I think I know we lost them in back-to-back NCAA tournaments. And we might have lost him like three times in a five-year span. I, I may be exaggerating on that, but I know for a fact we lost to uh, Michigan State in back-to-back NCAA tournaments. And there's always that program. It doesn't matter if you're good, if they're good, whatever, that just seems to have your number. That was the deal with Clemson and State this year, Shane. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, Mount Olive baseball has that issue right now. We've got a hurdle to get over. We've got to get over North Greenville. You know what I mean? Because for like the last four or five years, they've had our number. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and uh, and it's just one of those things. And they're, those two teams are going to clash, you know, at the uh, the first of April, or the, well, the end of March, first of April. And both teams, I guarantee you, everything they do is geared towards that series. Wow. Um, and so you're right. It is. It is. Um, it, it's just one of those. It's just one. Of, it's like the Yankees. All those World Series that they won when they had Derek Jeter, they could not beat the Oakland A's or the or the Anaheim Angels. They'd go out on the West Coast and get their furniture rearranged. You know what I mean? Um, then they stopped winning World Series, and now we beat those teams. Yeah. It's like, what? Well, 
I can't wait. Uh, you're you're our resident MLB guy too. I mean, that's what I love about our five uh, people, or you know, our five guys that we have on Monday through Friday in the first hour. Everybody has their niche. I mean, yours is definitely UMO and Down East Wood Ducks. Excited about that, but I'm telling you, dude, I can't wait to start. Uh, and it, dude, Major League Baseball season. Just I right know, I, I know. I got reminded. I got reminded of that real quick the other day when I looked on my online banking and uh, MLB had taken their season pass up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that comes out on March 15th. Mark that down. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, have you been watching any of the World Baseball Classic? I've been keeping up with it because, believe it or not, the hated North Greenville Crusaders have a guy on the Czech Republic team. Wait, what? Yeah, they do. A guy named Mark Kloop. Uh, he is on the Czech place for the Czech Republic. Um, and if you ever met this guy, man, he is, he is, uh, Ivan Drago from Rocky four incarnate. I mean, you see this guy up close, he's like Marek Kloop, but he's one of the better hitters in division two baseball. And yeah, he plays for the Czech Republic. So believe me, North Greenville social media sites have really made that known. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I watched a little bit of what last night's Puerto Rico Dominican game and, it was played at uh, where the Marlins play, which the Marlins have never seen the kind of crowds uh, that they've had this week or the last, what, nope. 10 no, days or so at. Exactly, dude. But it was just, uh, man, what a great atmosphere. And it kind of, and I got to tell you, I've kind of gotten away a little bit, especially, you know, I'm a Nationals fan. So in the interest of full disclosure, I'm a Nationals fan. So we had our great year in 2019, and then they just deconstructed the team after that. We had the worst record in baseball last year. I can't even, and as someone who declares himself a Nationals fan, dude, I don't think I can name four guys on the team, dude. I mean, other than Strasburg, believe it or not, is still on the team, okay? Wow, I'm surprised hey, well, they haven't just been like, since we've sold off everybody, we might as well get some more draft picks. And, dude, it just breaks my heart to see, you know, I mean, well, I, I Bryce Harper was dead to me, you know, when he left anyway to go to the Phillies, but Trey Turner, former NC State star, Trey Turner now is Philadelphia, and uh, Max Scherzer, where is he? Is he with Yars? He with the Mets? He's with the Mets, I believe. Yeah, there you go with the Mets. But you've got these, you know, that team that we had in 2019 that won the World Series, and now what? Six or seven different places all over the, uh, you know, all over the MLB map. They're the stars for all their respective teams. I just don't understand why we couldn't have kept that team together. And I mean, that's a conversation, well, uh... I guess, for another day. But it still it breaks my heart, Shane. You know, it's and it's a different game today. It really is. I mean, even look at the mighty New York Yankees. The uh, several guys, including the great Carlos Rodon, are going to start the year on the on the injured reserve. You know, and and then several other guys. You know, um, so it's just like the game is just. I don't know if it's just trying to become too perfect with the pitch clock and and guys going out for injuries they never would have went out for, and then guys not staying with teams anymore for ten years. You know what I mean? I, you know, I couldn't imagine growing up what would have happened if. Because I was brokenhearted when Reggie Jackson left the Yankees. You know what I mean? And and then I would have been brokenhearted if I wouldn't know what. I would have been devastated. If Don Don Mattingly would have been like, "That's it. You know, I'm going. I'm, I'm leaving. You know, because when those guys left, they were retiring. You know, that's what they did. They didn't. They didn't move around like that. You know. Well. Just. I well, like I said, different. Shane, I know we're talking over each other. I'm sorry, dude, but yeah, I mean, again, it's just my, my, my heart is broken, man. I just, yeah. uh, and I, I don't watch as much, but I didn't for the first time. Well, I, of course we didn't go in the pandemic year, but other than pandemic year, 
I've seen a Nationals home game every year for like the last 12 or 13 years until last year. I didn't go to any, and I'm going to try to go this year. Uh, they've got a couple of bobblehead days that I, I, that I want to go to and just – so, uh, I, I got I got to get back on the boat, man. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, uh, I really want to do it. I can't it. imagine what it's like to be no disrespect. I can't imagine what it's like to be a fan of a smaller market team. And what I mean well, by Washington's that is when the, not a, when the, I'm not with you, but well, what Washington I mean is like when the, when the Florida Marlins beat the Yankees in the 1997 world series, the next year they sell off the whole team. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I hated that. You know, it's kind of like, wow, you, know, you build up and then you can't afford to pay these guys. You know what I mean? Because the Yankees have always had a supreme advantage, even before they, the salary just redistribution. Before that, oh, my God. You know, but they've been around since 1903. You know what I mean? So they do have that, you know, that fan base, that, you know, kind of like Mount Olive. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, your heart just – like the Scrooge, your heart must have grown like three or four sizes bigger when you've heard about all the trouble, dude, everybody is picking Boston to finish last in the AL East, dude. I mean, uh, it's funny you say that. I know. And you know, what's funny too. <laughs> last, last, so last night I'm doing a game and we're playing a team from Vermont. Mount Olive is playing a team from Vermont. And so they, they, anyway, the, Vermont, this team from Vermont, St. Michael's from, they put this uh, substitute in at first base and his number is 99. And I make the comment over the PA, must be an Aaron Judge fan. And I hear some guy yell out, Verdugo! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was like, yeah, I'm going with Judge. And he, and he yells back, not in Boston. Well, <laughs> so, just, you know, it's crazy. Almost, I almost feel sorry for them. Almost. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like how I feel about all the stuff that Carolina's going through right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not I, – I love Trez, but it does not hurt my heart one bit what uh you know carolina not making the ncaa tournament and then turning down the nit and watching their fan base just turn on each other shane and it's almost like uh uh anyway i don't want to make it i don't i don't want to call carolina I honestly, fans. personally i honestly personally feel carolina should have played in the nit i'm just saying they should have um, absolutely because you know at the end because guess what for those seniors that are graduating you're never going to get to play again. Well, and it's period. not, no, no, no. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you, dude. They've had their chance. To me, you play in the NIT to develop your team for next year. Especially Absolutely. if you're a, and I'm doing air quotes here, if you're a blue blood like Carolina, then you give those guys a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bay, Baycott's coming back next year. We know that. We know that uh, uh, R.J. Davis is coming back next year. But you know what? You give Trez a chance. You give DeMarco Dunn a chance. You give Tremble a chance. You give Penny a chance and see what you got there because you sure as hell didn't do it during the regular season. Take that postseason and see what you got there. Listen, Virginia won the national championship in 2019, Shane Albee. You know where they were last year in the postseason? I'll, 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 my money's on the NIT. It was. They won two games in the NIT, made it to the quarterfinals, and guess what? This year they're the co-ACC champs. You know why? Because Tony Bennett knows what the hell he's doing in Charlottesville, and he get you know, and he and if you watch the NIT last year, he didn't play a whole bunch of the seniors last year. He played the up and coming guys. He wanted to see what he had going into the season. Hey, and I've used this example now two or three times, Shane. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. The reason why you play in the NIT is exact same reason why a six and six football team accepts a bid to the Shane Albee bowl. It's so you can, you can play the younger guys. You get a couple more weeks of practice and you can see what you got coming back next year. I'm not wrong. Emma. 
Not at all. And I thought about something else while you were talking. In my opinion, um, is especially in today's world, a guy gets discouraged and he's thinking about going into the transfer portal. You know what I mean? You've worked so hard to recruit these guys and you want to give them a motivation to come back next year. I can't think of a better way to say, look, show me what you got. Go out there. It's your show. Dontrez, this is you. Yep. It's your show. You know what I mean? You own it. You, I'm not taking you out. You're going to play 40 or 35. You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't, I don't get that mentality, but I know they have a strong recruiting class coming in. But, I mean, good Lord. And I do – I heard what you said the other day. I do like the idea of Dontrez going to – the wolf pack you know what i mean i think he would fit right in there and, and play a lot more well let's see what ends up happening i mean i gotta tell you and i don't know if you heard my monologue today but uh dude that's been needing as you can imagine around kenston and lenora county over the past two or three days uh, that's all the only thing anybody wants to talk about is you know is trez coming back if he's not coming back where he's going i, I know where tell you can go dude, <laughs> he wouldn't yes, you know where that would be but I, I i don't even think he would go to ecu I no think, uh, oh and, yeah but dude can you imagine what he would do at mount olive he might average 40 points a game at mount olive especially playing yeah, the Dory he system a, he put on a show absolutely he would put on a show and he'd pack that people would come there to see him he would get attention no oh doubt my god he absolutely would you know what in the old days that's what players did if they wanted to yes, immediate, immediately play is they would if you had and i'm saying i'm not denigrating Dontrez because Dontrez is a top 50 player in america when he came out his uh you know when he signed with carolina or whatever uh but remember back in the day when i say back in the day sean i'm talking or shane i'm talking uh just you know seven or eight years ago but if you wanted to immediately play you, you couldn't go to another D1 school because you had to sit out right. of here. You went to a Mount Olive. You went to a, that school in Wilson. By the way, a little bit mad at them because, you know, did you hear about the I game? I heard again? that. Yeah. Doggone it. And I, I almost used you, but you've got it patented, and I feel like I owe you a quarter or, you know, 50 cents every time I say that school in, in Wilson. So, uh, but anyway. We say it on our campus, too. But I, my job <laughs> is to train the new students when they come on because – this has been a couple of times, you know, I've said that in front of students in Mount Olive, and they've been like, what? What, 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 you, what school is that? Yeah, because our, our previous president, the Kerstetters, uh, they were big on that. They were, they were really big. They always attended a lot of games, and they would always – and they were passionate about that. So it's still – the faculty above all people, especially the ones that relate to athletics, uh, they always say it. They never let it die. I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh... – but anyway, uh, okay. Uh, so who do you have winning? Let's let's uh, since we got a couple minutes left here before we uh, tap out here in the first hour of the Thursday edition of the Brian Hanks Show with Shane Alvey joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line. You didn't. You oh didn't, yeah. You, beep, beep. <laughs> you forgot to. Beep, beep. <laughs> but uh, who do you have? You I think you're in agreement with me. You've got Duke going all the way. Who are a couple of other teams though that you've got uh, that's going to make it? Who who's your final four? I can see. Um, I, I def obviously I can definitely see Duke, um, and I definitely see I can definitely see Texas getting in there too. Okay. Okay. Um, and def definitely um, Alabama. <laughs> you have three of the same four that I have. Who do you have coming out of uh, that? Uh, who's the two? Who's the Who's the two seed in the West? Uh, the two seed in the West is. Hold on, I've got it right here. UCLA. Yeah, I can see them. I can see them um, upsetting Kansas. 
Well, there you go. Dude, we have three of the same Final Four, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I've got uh, Alabama and Duke on the left side of the bracket, then Texas and Kansas on the right side, then Duke and Kansas in the championship, and then I've got Duke. That's how I've got it going down. Well, dude, are you entering any bracket contests? No, not really. I got too much on my plate, but you never say never, like the song says. Well, dude, if you do, this is what I was wanting to tell people is we're uh, about to hit the 8 o'clock hour. You only got four more hours to enter it, so if you've got your boys that have been sending you all these entry forms, you need to get them. Listen, Sugar Shane Albee, man, 40 minutes goes by way too fast. Hell, an hour goes by too fast with you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on this morning. We'll see you. uh, We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. It goes fast like a Red Bull, don't it? <laughs> yes, it does. That's Sugar Shane Albee here. Coming up in our next hour, we've got David Combs, Andrew McLeod joining us here on, uh, on in hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.